times ten quid by a thousand, right? And you've got yeah, well, a lot, a very lot. Ten thousand quid. Salty fucking cock. I'm his dad. You. You're nobody. I'm watching Food Monday. Dun 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 dun. Watching full Monty. Para 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 para. Hot stuff. Not doing it. I'm not stripping. They're taking them away. All I need is seven hundred quid and they get that on me. Yes, no. Dave is my kid. You're waiting for Monty. Yes, I am. Wait, I am watching full Monty. Have you watched that movie? Oh, yeah, you watched it when you were a minor. That's right, I forgot. My memory is really bad. Yeah, 
Your memory is excellent. How are you feeling? I'm doing fine, thank you. Oh my God, church is here as well. Yeah, um, I've been thinking, and yeah, I'm sorry, Kimberly, okay, but yeah, the business is going slow. I mean, this capitalism is destroying me. Uh, and yeah, the, I mean, the sales, the customers are not coming back, and this is complicated. I, I yeah, we'll have to. Uh, I don't know. Do you have a LinkedIn profile? Because I, I cannot keep affording your, your salary, Kimberly. You're, you're the best host ever, but it's complicated. Wow, I've been waiting on my paycheck forever. Oh, man, don't worry, don't worry. You are on, I mean, you will get it. You will get it. Kimberly will take, uh, take, take care of everything. If I disappear and change my name, uh, go after me. But why would I do that? <laughs> Why indeed? How are you guys? How, have you, been? How are you guys? How have you been? Good, good. How about yourself? How have you been? Yeah, good, good. Disconnected for a couple of days. I had to take care of certain uh, personal stuff. But here I am back for good. It's good to when charge the batteries every good. once in a while. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, life is much more than just spaces. Everyone's life is different. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, everyone's life is different. Every one of us is different. We all have beautiful things. Uh, we are all beautiful people. And yeah, we are all different. Of course, thank God we are different. I wouldn't like to have two Albertos out there. Not even if the other one was like Alberto Balsam, which <laughs> is that brand of shampoo conditioner that you get in the pound shop. You know what? That sounds such a cheap as, as, uh, shampoo. Here we have one that is called Nacho Ignacio, that is a shampoo that, I mean, they try to sell it. Nacho Ignacio. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, who would buy it? I mean, no, no. I'd buy that. <laughs> You're telling me there's some kind of hair care range called Nacho Ignacio. Yeah. I'm there. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Marketing. Marketing is amazing what marketing can do. I'm just a very willing tool of those advertisers. I'm aware of this. So what did I miss in this day that I was away? Did I miss something interesting? Which day are you referring to? I don't know. The I haven't, today I day. haven't connected since, um, since Friday. I think last time I connected was Friday or Saturday. That, no, it was Saturday because Chase showed up. Yeah, yeah, it was Saturday that I couldn't. Yeah, Asure was hosting a space. And yeah, Chase was there. It was Saturday, if I'm not wrong. It was Saturday, and we were talking about how you left me uh, hanging on Friday. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I, it was all about this uh, problem with capitalism. And yeah, it, it's destroying me. I mean, I need, yeah, capitalism is the disease that is killing. Oh, oh, I, I, oh, yes, I understand UK what you mentioned about capitalism. Now I understand. I need money to support these spaces. I mean, 
yeah, the customers are not the same as before. They spend much less money here. Uh, they don't uh, buy enough alcohol. So, yeah, right now I'm I'm cashing checks as a service here. So if you have a check that you want cash, you won't get cash because I won't give you cash. But I can accept your check and, and see what I can do, yeah. Well, thank you. I'll bear that in mind. Do people still write checks? Well, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm watching Full Monty because I want to diversify and give uh, people access to adult entertainment content. I think, that, unfortunately, that's where money is. It's all about fucking capitalism. Yeah, let's give it a try. Maybe I can rescue these spaces with a little bit of adult entertainment. Beers, girls, jackpot, cash checks, music... No 18-year-olds. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, diversi- I have to diversify. I mean, the, the customers are not coming back. I need, uh, I need to find new ways of uh, finding income for these spaces. So far, I have watched the numbers and um, the income, the profit this year have been zero. Yeah, I have to improve that. You can do it. Hi, Ali. How are you, Ali? Welcome. How are you, Azure? Hi, you guys. How are you, Azure? Hi, Azure. Hi, Azure. Hello. Oh, I say Azure now. That's your <laughs> Alberto. <laughs> Alberto, you're alive. How's it going? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Yeah, I've been not uh, around for... I was wondering since when, and I was wondering what day is today, and I realized it was last Saturday that I last connected to and yeah I had to to sort some personal stuff so I I was disconnected but so far yeah I I've done it so I am back yeah you're back with bells on have you ever heard that <laughs> saying have you ever heard that saying in English no what, what does it mean you know campanas campanitas it means you're coming back with you know you're bringing joy and happiness and that's you. Uh, you yeah. bring joy and happiness. Uh, no, you do. We're all gathered around you. You're the center of the wheel. We all look for you, don't we? Oh, no, we no, no, no. That's too much pressure. I cannot deal with so much pressure. I every Fridays, I specifically look for your place, your space. Oh, and I have these complicated customers that expect too much from me, and I feel bad because, yeah, I mean, I mean, Fridays nights and chesses and chess were like uh, something that was a classic. It was like an event. Everybody, I was looking forward all week to. Okay, it's Friday, JC at night. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, and slowly uh, that was disappearing, disappearing, but we have to, to bring it back because we had a lot of fun. Bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back. What happened in those spaces? What happened in the space? I don't know. I would start talking and lose my train of thought and then go quiet. Yeah, well, no, but the thing is that he was really, it was funny, but at the same time, it was very respectful and, okay, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't something that was inappropriate, it, it was.
It was not in the weird way. Everyone enjoyed themselves, I think. And that's why we should do it again. Do it this Friday. Do it every and Friday. In those nights. And, and the first time that I did that, I remember, it was 7 p.m. And he had a start. And I thought to myself, okay, this guy is a pain in the ass. He won't stop speaking. But I don't think he will be up for more than an hour. He will fall asleep. Then it was like 7 a.m. and he was still up and I was falling completely asleep. And I said, what the hell? My God? Yeah, that was the first experience with Chasey on Friday night. I don't know how he did it, but my, my respects. <laughs> hey, what's the title of this room? Beer... Girl, girls, girls, podcast, podcast, podcast. Oh, that's a new, yeah, that's a new business model for my spaces. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm watching Full Monty right now, and yeah, in order to to create income from this, I'm offering beers, girls, also also men. I'm watching Full Monty now to learn from the adult industry. Jackpot, cash, uh, we check cash music uh be back in 20 minutes that's something that i can remove because i am here uh so well, yeah so what, you're, what, you're what, watching what, the full monty to learn how yeah, to dance i'm watching the full monty i posted a picture i'm watching the full monty because i've never done it and yeah it's a movie that uh, it's amazing just the fact that uh, i think the budget was ten thousand dollars and the profits were like a million or millions of dollars which is amazing so yeah, I have to learn from from these uh, these things that I mean I don't want to reinvent and, and think that have already been made. So let's learn from these people that were able to do this thing. And and the best part is that uh, Kay knows part of the songs of Full Monty. It's yeah. right, man. Hallelujah. <laughs> Looking for some hot stuff, baby. Baby, this. <laughs> You know, that movie, I mean, women love to see men strut their stuff. Of course we love that stuff. But as the co-host, I feel some semblance of responsibility for you, Alberto. Now, I know very much that you want to feel the fear and do it anyway. But equally, I don't want this to be a situation that might make you feel exposed. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's, okay, why don't you uh, tell about all the situation to Pierce and let's ask for his wisdom uh, to, to see what he thinks about this new approach. Okay, I know that, I mean, I know that it's uh, useless because the profits will be still zero. Uh, but anyway, just give it a try. <laughs> Piers. What? Uh, I have. Oh. Is, uh, yeah, sorry. How are you doing, sir? Chasey. Uh, no, I was going to ask about uh, what I posted. I have a question for that. But. Uh... Uh, Pierce just came up the speaker, so I wanted to say hi. Yeah, hi, Pierce. What welcome, up? welcome to the, the new space. Um, I don't know what you feel about the name of the space. I hope you feel comfortable. This is for adults only to have fun. I do have one thing it. that's pissing me off about the title. You have that's... two spaces between beers and girls. If you could just erase one of the spaces, that'd be great. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, you, you can make the modification. The no, customer no, is always right. The customer I'm, is always I'm right. To erase girls. Why don't we add instead of the erasing girls, we add uh, uh, boys? Of commas. How about we add some commas? Because B as girls, jackpot, cash, checks, music, no 18s, BB. I want to put black shack also. I don't know what you think. Black shack yeah, sounds yeah, good to me. Yeah, I was going to. What about black shackles? Because that's what the caption suggesting. I'm not going to rule pool. it out. Pull for peers because peers always like to play in pool. I do like playing pool, that's for sure. I rarely, uh, well, I do win occasionally these days, but not as much as I used to. Uh, the title of the space, Beers, Girls, Jack of Cash, Checks, Music, something or other, BB, uh, which I don't know what is. Um, beers, yeah, I think I'd remove the girls too. Uh, nothing but nothing but bloody trouble anyway, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Um, or none, none of us will take the bait, Pierce. <laughs> okay, okay, we can remove you girls to well avoid any kind of uh, uh yeah, it's all that's... right. I've taken care of it. There are now, thank you, not girls. All right, Grant, there you go. You had the power, okay? There are girls, there's still beers, girl. girl. I said, beers, yeah, girl. girl. Just the one girl, out. okay, that's easier. Wild stuff. Sounds like a busy, busy life anyway. Whoever ends up in that place. Oh, I, oh, sexy baby. Oh, this is trying to... This is where I should start streaming, but I won't because I, I will get... I will get suspended because of violating... Uh, uh, intellectual right properties. <laughs> you sexy. You sexy. Baby. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God! These guys are making a strip this way. Oh, ooh. oh, that's nice. So, uh, uh, Beto, I have a question on the photo that I pinned up there on top that you shared. Um, yeah. It looks like you're in a mall, and to the left of the photo, there's a charging booth. Uh, hold on. No, those are post office boxes. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I don't see the. Do you, do you mean on the nest? Because on the nest, I, I cannot yes, see the nest. In that the... picture from earlier, I asked you, did you get a delivery? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I, yes, I, I, I did. I don't yes. Think the... Are those deliveries or those are charging stations? Those look like lockable start. No, 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 no. Those, those are those are charging stations that, of course, never. I was I was sitting there waiting and I was looking at people connecting their cellulars. I mean, for only thirty pesos, which is like eighty cents a dollar, you can have thirty minutes of recharging your cellular. And I was thinking, I should start uh, offering that service uh, for much less. I mean, that would be interesting. Yeah, no, they were charging stations for all kinds of cellulars. 
uh, yeah, they are not usual here, but uh, that was the, the the bus station of Montevideo. Uh, that uh, the, the, in those big uh, places you always get done in shopping centers as well, in hospitals also, and they are very cheap and people and people use them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the communal charging spots. Um, me neither, me neither. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> connect anything to myself. <laughs> if I'm not in control, I... I mean, I carry a data blocker just in case if that were to ever happen where I need to connect to something that's uh, hasn't been vetted. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, okay. I, I don't know in the in the are, are they common in 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 England in in Denmark in France? In no, we don't we don't have them here. I've never seen them. I, do, I don't you do, I don't really go into the city that much anymore and, and wander around in places like that. Um, so maybe they do. But, we have them uh, in every bus Three things at every bus stop. Small, the shopping centre. Uh, and I may even have used one before. Have I exposed myself to danger? Well, there are times where, I mean, you are running out of battery and you don't have many options, unfortunately. Uh, even though you might Well, have then you just let it run out and, you go, and when you go home, you connect it, um, you know, and you spend a little while without uh, having your telephone turned on. Not the end of the I world, is it? I understand that that is theoretically completely possible. However, in actuality, you may be waiting to receive an important phone call, a life-saving phone call even. And sometimes it's just a really, really big bummer that your phone has managed to just discharge itself again. And I blame Apple personally. Sorry, Apple. 100% on the Apple comment because they got caught uh, doing the force training on their end-of-life products. And, that, you know, so, yep. Um, but I have a question now for everyone in the room. Uh, so... Uh, I'll paint another situation. You have your phone, your phone runs out. You had a phone number for a friend you were meeting. So you're in a foreign place. You just arrived. Your phone is out of battery. You don't have your charger. Um, and you don't know the address or phone number of this friend that you're meeting up with. Um, do you guys have a, like anything in paper or anything that you carry or, uh, you know, whatever. Phone banks. Like nope. power banks. <laughs> Well, okay, cool. That, that was really looking for Pierce on this one because, yeah, I could think of a million solution, uh, problems with the phone running out, but... Uh, I can uh, think of a million, a million problems where they don't... Run, and where, you know, where, I mean, I just charge my phone before I leave home and it has happened where it's run out and nobody died or, as I said to somebody once, uh, that actually said that to me, yeah, but... It, if you turn your phone off, which I do multiple times every day, um, and some, what if somebody dies? I said, well, listen, you know, I'm a fairly resourceful, intelligent fella, but I don't think I'll be able to bring them back to life, uh, you know, if I get to know get to know it now or two, three hours from now, you know. I mean, it's not, you know, uh, it's that's surmising. 
I mean, you know, stuff like that doesn't happen just because your phone phone runs out. But I do suppose you if your phone ran surprised. out, it would. I wait. I beg your pardon, darling. Just said you'd be surprised. Well, yeah, I yeah, suppose if if and when instances where you kind and, of need your phone, but unfortunately, nah, nah, I, listen, I, I, nah, darling, doesn't seem to have changed darling, no, adequately. no, no, no. I grew up in a world where, for the first thirty odd years of my life, there were no mobile telephones or pocket computers, and we survived without all that. But don't you worry know, about when it. When you say pocket computer, I, my brain instantly thinks calculator. Really? Well, when I left school, the first calculators came out and we thought, wow, you know, we were really, you know, we were really blown away by by these calculators that could do the mathematics for you. <coughs> and you didn't have to figure things out in your own head. Um so, yeah, that's the world I came from. So, you know, bugger, I mean, you know, I quite often, I, this morning, I went fishing this morning and it, I could have got some beautiful, beautiful pictures and I forgot my phone, left it at home. And I didn't catch any fish either. Um, but I had a lovely couple of hours down by the river. Do you think there's any link between you leaving your phone at home and not catching any fish? No. I think that uh, I opt, darling, I... I or often leave home and forget my telephone or I forget this or I forget that or, you know, um, I'm doing all the bloody time. A big pun? I said, my goodness, me too, me too. Well, you know, that's, and it's not, you know, up to now no one's died anyway. But some people, some people I know have complained and said, oh, you know, why, you know, you never, why'd you never pick up your phone and, I said, well, you never pick up the bloody phone. Nobody picks up their phone if you call them uh, these days. And some <laughs> some people even uh, complain about, you know, who the hell do people think they are calling calling up and whatnot? Uh, why don't um, they just send a text message? They don't want to talk to you. If um, I don't know anyone from the area the call is saying it's from, I'm not going to answer if it's important they will leave a message and hopefully I will listen to the message but I'm I'm a bit scatterbrained really me too I do the same I do the same sometimes yeah yep yeah. well I just turn my phone off and uh, I'm actually these days I do it just to really irritate some people. <laughs> it's That's good fun. Mean. Well, you know, you gotta have, you gotta have a hobby. Um, Not a mean one. Can't you have a nice hobby like? Well, I have some nice ones too. Fishing, although I suppose well, you know if you end up catching a poor fish. little a poor little fishy there and you smack you it over the head. Throw and them back. Gut it. You've still spiked them through the face. That's a bit of fun, isn't it? Bit of fun. Especially the younger ones. Uh, um, the younger fishes. I don't know. I mean, it's this thing about mobile phones. I mean, when I was a taxi driver Friday, Saturday night, if you drove some young and home and they couldn't, they didn't have the money to pay the fare, then you would negotiate. You couldn't just take something off them. You negotiated something in 
something of value of theirs that you could take, then put up at the central uh, office, and then they could then the following day, at least that was the theory, the following day come and you left a receipt with their belongings. And then when they then paid their bill, they got their belongings. And we always went for the mobile phone because you knew then with without a shadow of a doubt they would come the following day and uh, but it was very 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 difficult to uh to get them to give up their mobile phones because uh, they thought they were going to die without them it was like basically ripping a newborn child out of their arms and uh, i had like driver's licenses up there that they never came to to get the license um um, they just left their license, driver's license up at the central office at the taxi office and then like, like a new license costs quite a lot of money it costs you about two three hundred dollars to, to was sort of go there a lot medic- of time left on that license or was it nearly yeah. expired no no uh, you know the li- a driver's license here goes from you know from when you're 18 till you're 70 uh, but they just uh, you know they just uh, I don't know why they never came to collect their licenses. I don't know. I had three of them sitting up there. and um, But a mobile phone, boom, they were there the following morning. Um, and, and What about the 70-year-old? You get to 70, are you expected to stop driving? or that, have Well, to no, then you have to... No, then you have to take... No, then you have to take a yearly test for... Yes. Uh, your medical condition and uh, stuff like dementia. Um, have to take a yearly it, dementia test. Yeah, but they a lot of them they can get around the test apparently. Um, uh, somehow um, because but, they don't have dementia. Well, no, it, you know there there has been cases where you know people have you know managed to, to sort of get an extension on their license even though they have. Uh, being reasonably dement, uh, and that's obviously a very dangerous, uh, a dangerous thing. Absolutely, you know? but I know I spoke to my uh, driving instructor about this, and he said if they were to try and make a mandatory retest in this country, the elderly would be up in arms. I can sort of believe it because, you know, you've already passed your driving test once. Why should you, if you haven't been in any way anything other than a remarkably good driver, should you have to take the test again?
70 in his early 70s and it was okay because he's actually his reflex he wasn't uh, uh, good enough to drive so it was actually dangerous for him to drive unfortunately it was really painful for him but it was the, the right thing to do and it's not the same when you are 30 40 uh, than when you are starting, I don't know, at 70 or, or those kind of phases where you have exams on a yearly basis here in Uruguay to, to get your license renewed. Yes. The thing is, the British, particularly the English, are very kind of protective over things like their right to take back control or their... Is that where the Americans got it from? I would almost guarantee it. All the English's fault. Not, now, we've taking, had, that, not think, taking that bit either. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, I've had situations, I mean, you know, obviously in my capacity as a taxi driver, I drove many, many hours every day uh, for many many years and uh, yeah around that and um so you you know you see an awful lot of different uh, uh things on the road and you know people or, or when they get to a certain age in their lives uh, they, you know they things go wrong i mean i've seen a couple of occasions old people driving the wrong way down a motorway and everyone's bipping their horn and waving and whatever, and they're just staring straight ahead. Uh, and it's, you know, very dangerous. Uh, but it's what easy speed? To... How fast oh, were they going the wrong oh, way? Oh, that would be, well, be around 130 kilometres an hour. That's around, I don't know, 80 miles an hour or whatever. That's surely uh, too fast to be driving. Though I know in Germany... Well, but that's the speed, that's a speed limit on the motorway. But that's a speed limit on the motorway. And so they, but they, they believe that they, they, but it's easy to get confused. Um, Mm, Absolutely. I get confused. And and so, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult one, Kay, because I mean, I'm getting up towards that kind of age myself. So, you know, what, what is the solution? Do you say uh, everybody, once they get, reach a certain age should uh, have their, you know the the right to drive a vehicle. I mean, I think in the future it's not going to be a biggie anyway because most cars will be self-driving, uh, so you won't really need to have a license, will you? Um, um, I mean, I wonder how long everyone in here thinks we're likely to wait for the advent of the self-driving car and... Well, it's already here. Um, It's already here. There's quite a few various... uh, The last taxi I had was uh, a big Mercedes uh, E-Class, and that could drive itself. It drove itself, not like... It could could drive itself, but the law says you have to be there in the car holding the steering wheel. But it, it had a radar system. Driving, essentially. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, no, just, it, 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 it had a radar system all the way around the car, so it uh, it slowed down. If the car in front of it slowed down, it kept a certain distance. It it, it wouldn't overtake uh, um, if if you hadn't looked properly in your blind spot. 
Um, and so it, it basically drove itself. Uh, and you just sat there and held the. Uh, you How just held did the. It know if you haven't. Did you have to really make a meal of checking your blind spot like you do in a driving? Well, no, you didn't have to make a meal of it. It didn't know whether you did or not. But if you if you made the mistake of not doing it and wanted to move out and over, in other words, you took, you turned off the autopilot and took control and decided, okay, I don't want to be driving behind this old person any longer. I'm going to yeah. pass. Uh, uh, and you tried to drive out. If there was a car coming and you'd missed. A car coming in your blind spot, you would it would stop you from. Uh, it's a very strange sensation. I tried it once. Uh, it would stop you from uh, from moving out. So that it so those, your car, life. no it stopped you from pulling out I, in front of a. I, no, it yeah. didn't stop. It it, it, it would <laughs> in in a scenario where you had not seen somebody in your blind spot. Yes, it would save yours life and probably theirs. Um, um, my car does that. It has sensors all around it. So when someone's getting close to the side or they're in my blind spot, um, or if I turn on my signal and I'm going to change lane and there's lanes and there's someone that's coming up fast to the side, it starts beeping. Yeah, yeah make an itchy beeping noise. Like, well, my, yeah. like that, that car I had would, it will actually stop you, physically stop you from, from moving out if that car, mm-hmm. if, it, you know, if it knew that car was coming. So. Did it, Pierce? <laughs> you did. Yeah, I did too. I mean, you know, I'm a very. My father always said the trouble with me in the car was I was always pushing buttons and stuff, um, and so I had to test it out, and I did, and it and it worked perfectly, obviously. Um, so it, you know, those cars are already here, Kay. And I mean, if you look at uh, Tesla, quite a few of their models are, are self-driving too. So it's it's a matter of time, you know. It'll be. You Mine know, so you... if you get too close to the car in front, or oh, yeah. close, same to, thing. close to anything, you know, it'll break. Does it? Does it, if you're on the motorway, can you? It, can you um, program it to go go a, a, a the same speed as the car in front of you? And if that car slows down, you slow down. If that car speeds up, you speed up. No, I'm usually, I'm usually too busy speeding up most of the time. Oh, uh, yeah, typical woman, yeah, typical bloody woman. Um, but, you know, they can, the one I had could do all sorts of bloody things. It was like a bloody, uh, I actually, the guy who owned the car, I said to him, what do you need all that shit for? Because <laughs> it costs a lot of money to have all these extra things. But he, uh, he was a funny guy like that. He sort of liked to show off about all the stuff he had in the car and, wi-fi and everything and uh i said to him you know we i never you know we never use it he said well sometimes you get businessmen that uh want to use wi-fi on the way to the airport and whatnot i never tried that the only time i ever tried anyone who wanted to use wi-fi was a drunken greenlander he wanted to use it and um but yeah you know you, you know they're, they're basically it's not it's not in the too far distant future and most cars will be like that so then you won't have to worry about having a, a driver's license will you because all the cars will be you'll just be sitting there and you'll and it'll you know it'll bring you to wherever you want to go and uh we'll all subscribe to some you know oh, what would be n- known as, as euro car or 
or a Beats or whatever, some big company that have thousands and thousands of these cards. And then you just um, pay a certain fee every year to them. And when you need a car, you 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 call and get one. And then it brings you to where you want to go and lets you off. Bob's your uncle. It sounds it's... fairly simple and hugely beneficial. However, I'm just thinking, would you not, as the car company, the Tesla or whoever, need to cover your ass? The reason that you've got to be in the car and holding the wheel and do you have to have your seatbelt on? Of course, the car will yeah, stop yeah, without yeah, your seatbelt on. The car you, have to have, you have to have your seatbelts on now. Yes, um, here too. And every seatbelt, let's let's put it this way if there's three people on the back seat and two up front there is three there are three seat belts in the back uh and there are two up front so or if there's five people in the car everyone has to wear a seat belt if there's yeah, a child in the car in if there's a child in the car then there has to be a special you know you have to have special kiddie seat uh this particular car was really innovative uh, the two outside back seats you could just click on the bottom of them and a little kiddie seat popped up, um, which was wow. really, uh, really cool. So you didn't have to bugger around with them bloody uh, uh, ones that you can get where you have to have it in the back, in the boot, which is always in the bloody way. Um, so that was a really cool car. Were you someone, I suppose, as a taxi driver, kind of requires you to have, boot space for I don't know, maybe someone would have a load of luggage, for example. Well yeah, and I mean obviously the there's a there's a limit were you that charge people to put something in your boot. No, you don't charge people to put stuff in your boot. Yeah, because um, well, well no, I mean you're not allowed to do that here. <laughs> Uh, you oh, charge people. You can charge people for taking their bicycle with them. Um, you can charge Even them. I think in it's, the boot. Well, the, no, you don't put bicycles in the boot, darling. You put them on a bicycle uh, rack uh, that you what if it's have a to. Bicycle. You're not allowed to charge for that. Um, no. Um, hey. Anything you put in the boot of your car um, is is luggage, so it's not something that you charge money for. But sometimes you'll get people who will come along with, you know, two people and they'll have about five great big suitcases. But then what, what we, we'd we also have uh, taxis where it would be like an eight-person pe- eight taxi, uh, like a big sort of van, a uh, Mercedes van or whatnot, and then uh, we'd call them. And because uh, obviously they could they could accommodate that amount of luggage. Uh, whereas a normal, not your normal estate car can't. Uh, if you've got two, three people and uh, you know a large amount of luggage, then you can't. Uh, you can't have. I've seen some guys trying to get, <laughs> trying to get stuff. Then normally that'd be sort of new taxi drivers that 
can't sort of look at, don't really think about the amount of luggage until they're trying to get it into the back of the car and then they realise that they can't get it in there and uh, then we, you know, call a, a bigger vehicle to transport the people to wherever they're going. But, uh, no, but you can charge, I think it's, what was it, a pound or something like that for putting somebody's bicycle on the back of the car. I normally used to forget about that anyway. I never used to really charging people extra. I'd rather get a tip. You've got to pay for the bike rack because they probably aren't going to just happen to have one for your Well, yeah, you have to have a bicycle rack. You have to have a bicycle rack. Is it the law? Yeah. You have to realise in Denmark, it's one of the countries in the world where, you know, per capita, probably more people cycle than anywhere else apart from Holland. And so there's an awful (laughs) lot of people. A lot of people have their bicycles with them. And they will maybe, for example, ride into the city... um, in the beginning of, of the evening and then they might want to, if it starts raining or whatever, or they just can't be bothered cycling home, uh, you know, they want to bring their bicycle with them. And um, and so you have to have a bicycle rack, um, which is easy enough. You've got your, you know, your, your towing hitch on the back and you just whip it out and put it on, click it open, stick the bike on, secure it with a, with sort of a wire thing, and then Bob's your uncle, off you go. You know? Yes, well, no I can appreciate that it's not maybe necessarily I remember to charge people for, because I know it's a bit of a faff, like putting it on the back of your car if it's anything like the one I bought well, the way the way it was explained ago. to me the way it was explained to me in the beginning was that um if you I don't know if some oil from the from the chain or whatever uh, got onto your nice clean taxi shirt um then you'd have the expense of having to get a new one or whatever it was it's something to do right, with that and and that's well. No, if you get oil on you, that's it. The shirts, that's done. Uh, you can't get that out, and uh, so you'd have to get another shirt, or whatever the bloody hell. And um, um, so that was that's how it was explained to me originally. But I mean, I knew guys who, you know, you would quite often if you you know were doing a day shift, you'd get sort of old ladies, old guys who are on a a normal pension and they already had the expense of having to pay for a taxi to and from the shop, plus having to buy their uh, groceries. And it would often happen where you drive an old person home and they'd say, oh, geez, you know, can you, can you do me the favor and carry the shopping up to the door for me? And I'd go, oh, she should say, yeah, no worries. And uh, I knew a lot of fellas that would charge them, you know, 20, 30, 40 krona, uh, which is a lot of money. And, and I used to sort of say to them, you know, and they'd say, you know, you either give me, you know, this money or, you you, you know, bugger you, you can do it yourself. And, uh, you know, it just seemed really heartless to me. And I'd say I used to sort of try and explain to them that, 
if you help somebody in need, the feeling that you get inside, you can't buy for money. And, you know, 40 bloody good. And on top of that, one of these days, you're going to be old and you might need a bit of help. Uh, and, you know, what about Tom then? If any... Well, you know, um, you know, that. It, it was so, you know, I just, I, no, I just didn't. It, it's, I said I'd rather, I mean, you get some guys too who, if they got a, a, a trip at a, a bar or something like that, and you're then expected to go in and, and you know, say to the customer, I'm, I'm, I'm outside waiting for you. Um, a lot of the guys would start there, start, and you were allowed to do it. You could start your taximeter when you got to the address. And um, I never used to do that, and uh, I, but I used to get a lot of tips for not doing it. <laughs> So I got money on the other end anyway because the customer would come out, get in the car, look at the meter and, and see, okay, this guy um, hasn't started his meter before he came in. And so at the end of the trip, you'd probably get the equivalent in your in your pocket, you know. So, you know, that was just my style. And um, But, you know, you can, you know, helping people is a, a big part of being a taxi driver, in my opinion, and... Uh, but it's all over it's for me. It's a good one, I'd say, because being a taxi driver, well, technically anyone can be a taxi driver. Well, that's it. People seem to, a lot of the time, give people who are being jerks. Well, I think I think I think if we wanted to rephrase that, you you could say anyone can drive a taxi. Not everyone is a taxi driver, and um, uh, I, you know that's the uh, that's the difference. And uh, sixteen, I had a car accident. I don't know. I saved my life because of a, a, a half of a second. Uh, the accident should have been a sec, half of a second after or before. The car the, that was attacked, he would have hit me from uh, the the front part. I I I wouldn't be here probably. The car actually ended up uh, uh, with the the top on of the roof on, on the on, on the on the road. Uh, he didn't respect um, uh, a, a red. I mean a, a green light green light that I had, and that person was under the influence of marijuana. He tested positive for marijuana. He was working. And yeah, then I realized that actually here, uh, driving a taxi is probably one of the few uh, opportunities people that have been in prison actually have access to in, in the job market uh, because the pay is extremely low and they don't require much uh, background checks or anything. So unfortunately, uh, they they hire people that are... Uh, might have those kind of problems and wow uh, the responsibility if you are driving a car not only your life the life of others uh, should be taken more seriously um, that's it you know I mean it, that is exactly it my friend but uh, here you, if you've got any kind of criminal record you cannot uh, you cannot drive a taxi and a lot of other things you can't do you have to have, for example, in a couple of weeks' time, I'll be starting to work at this school with these kids. 
um, and uh, they require a um, uh, an attest, or as they call it here, from the police to say, okay, this guy's not, you know, got no criminal record, and he has never been buggering around with little kids or, or nothing like that. But every every year, when I was a taxi driver, every single year, you had to uh, uh, allow the company to check with the police that you know you had you know you were you didn't have any any sort of stuff on your on your uh, record um so you know if you've got a criminal record uh, you can't you can't drive a taxi here but yeah you're exactly right you know when when people get into your my car they're you know I'm responsible for their well-being and you know we did have a, a period where you know, I I, I know it's a lot. I, I don't say if it was a lot, but at least once every weekend for a while, I'd be getting young'uns getting in the car going into the city, and they'd ask me if they could um, if they could have some lines of cocaine in the car, and I'd say, "No, you can't be. You know, you can't be doing that in here." And they'd say, "Oh well, what if we give you a line too?" I say, "No, I don't. You know, I don't want any bloody cocaine. I'm driving a car." And um, they, 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 you know, they quite often said, "Well, other there are other your drivers that do do that." So we came, we, we sort of, as a company, we became aware of the fact that some of our drivers were taking, and they weren't hard to find either, <laughs> cocaine and amphetamine and God knows whatever else. And these would be guys who would start work at two o'clock on a Friday afternoon and basically drive straight through until. 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. So it was, play, it was pr- pretty bloody obvious who they were. So what we did was we started uh, doing spot checks where you could take spit from them and very quickly um, uh, see if they had any form of illegal narcotics in their system. And uh, and we caught three or four of them. The last guy, um, he got really, basically got pretty violent, actually, Um because he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't give the test, and he's just said, "I'm not doing it." And I said, "Listen, we've all got to do it." I said, "I've got to do it." What well, you know, if I've got to do it, why? Well, you know, of course. I tell you, in my case, in my that accident, I was when that happened. I I can still remember the airbags exploding, and I can still I can still see in a small motion all the. Uh, the airbags uh, gas that was uh, it was all in the slow motion and then uh, I said okay I'm alive I'm okay so uh, I went up in the car and I was very concerned about the taxi driver and if he was somebody uh, that he, uh, in the uh, that he was driving or he was alone and that person get out of the car and he was started saying oh it was your fault you didn't respect the light yeah. And I didn't give a fuck about whose fault was it. I just wanted to make sure if everybody was okay. Uh, yeah. At that point, I mean, it didn't matter, but he was completely aggressive. Then the police came, and I have to say, the police did a great job. They really know, uh, I mean, this the behavior of these people. And they, they came to me and they told me, don't talk to him, don't talk to him. And then they, they found uh, marijuana in, in his car. They made a drug test that he was refusing to, to do it. But by law, they have, we have all to do the experimentary to, to test zero for alcohol and any other drugs. And he wasn't refusing, but he was very aggressive. Yeah. 
Well, you know, we 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 tested uh, a lot of our drivers, and it and it kind of, you know, ended up what you know immediately. Then, I mean, if 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 with our with our company, if somebody called in and said, "Oh, I've just driven home with one of your drivers, and I could smell alcohol in his breath," you'd be called up to the office, and if we then could could smell alcohol on you, that you were immediately. Um, dismissed immediately and your log on card you needed a card to log on to the computer in the car and that would be um blocked so you couldn't you know there's no way you could sort of go out and drive get in another taxi and drive around um but yeah we we caught about five five of them and then it and then it kind of stopped but i i'm pretty certain that uh you know, they, if you go into the city here in Aarhus and get into some of the taxis uh, that are in there, that probably there's a good chance that uh, the guy in the car is is probably more under the influence than you are, um, which is crazy, you know. Uh, and they drive like maniacs, but there's a lot of the lads here. They think it's it's part of being a taxi driver, Um that you drive like a bloody lunatic. Um, and, of course, it isn't. You're a professional driver. You know, you, you don't want to frighten the shit out of your customers. Uh, and sometimes that happens. You know, people can produce uh, receipts where we, if, if you if you look at the receipt, all the information is on that seat, where the trip started, who's driving the car, et cetera, et cetera, how long the, the distance is, and how long the trip took. And, I mean, this guy, he drove from the centre of the city around 20 kilometres outside the city, and it, it took about 12 and a half minutes. So you can imagine how fast this guy was driving. And he frightened the shit out of these four young people, and he was dismissed. And a couple of days later, I was down at the train station, the lads were laughing. They said, that's not the record. It was 10 minutes or something like that. And... Uh, you know, as said, you know, anyone can drive a taxi, but not everyone's a taxi driver. It's as simple as that. And, uh, you know, them days are over for me now. I'm done and over with it. So I'm just a normal civilian now. I'm just like all the rest of you. There's nothing special about me anymore. I'm just a normal Joe. No, there's nothing special about you any less either, Pierce. Well, no, you know, I was, you know, when I was part of the elite <laughs> taxi driving force, um, you know, I felt special. I wasn't a civilian like the rest of everybody else, uh, but now I'm just yeah, a you'll normal. You'll never be judge. like the rest of everybody else, Pierce. I'm just you're a normal judge, and I forget you'll my telephone never be all the time. A normal judge. Yeah. We're going Never, to do an Okay, we need to do an intervention as co-hosts, don't we? We need to make Pierce feel like he's not just an ordinary person. Let's sing him a song. What do you think? What song were you thinking? Uh, well, let's sing one of the songs from the Full Monty, since Alberto's over there watching it by himself. I'm wondering if they've got to the striptease scenes yet. What do you think? Oh, um, I thought I could hear him when sounded like he was enjoying the striptease <laughs> bits. Do you have any requests, Piers? Yeah, you could do Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. That would be pretty cool. 
Okay. <laughs> you asked for it. You get it. Okay, okay. It's kind of a bit long, <laughs> and I get it wrong, and I'm all like... Have you got any Pavarotti? Um, that would be pretty cool. Ne- Some Pavarotti. To put me to sleep. Oh no, the host is having connection issues. Alberto, don't have connection issues. Come back, stop watching the full Monty and sort it out. What's the full Monty? It's a film with Oh. What's his name? That guy who played... Is it that Mel Brooks one? It's the guy with the full I don't believe so. It's Robert something. But not Robert Lindsay. That's someone else, I think. I played the uh, guy out of Train Spotting, The really maniacal one that... Begbie. He played Begbie in Train Spotting, and his got the Scottish is Robert guy. Paulson, whose name isn't Robert Paulson. What's Train Spotting? That's a film. <laughs> I think back I've seen it. Well, um, so what's this full Monty about? About some unemployed. Men from Sheffield who uh, have their own lives and difficulties, but uh, then the one who played Begbie uh, comes up with a plan. They all just take their clothes off.